Listen, I am starting this episode off with my merry moment. I am so excited about this week's topic. So this is my merry moment, and you'll have to listen to the rest to see what I'm talking about. We all thirst for something, but if it's not for Christ, your thirst will never be quenched. Let's get the show started. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Listen, listen, y'all. Let me tell you. I'm going to tell you right now, I struggled with my topic for today. Yep, I know I just jumped right in. But let me back up. Welcome to Audacity Presents, where we choose to live an audacious life for Christ. Back to my struggle. I struggled with the topic for this week. Holy Spirit gave me the topic of thirst. The audacity to thirst. And my first thought, and even my second thought, was to run away from this topic because I wasn't sure how to present it or explain what it means to thirst after Christ. I mean, I know what it means. I know what it feels like. But to explain it, it, it's a concept to me that cannot be explained within itself. For me, there had to be a metaphor or a reference to physical water in order to explain what it means to thirst after Christ. Did I sound intelligent there? Uh, I wasn't trying to be. But anyway, today, will you take a bold risk and thirst for Christ? Will you take a bold risk and thirst for Christ? So the best place to start is with the story of Jesus and the Samaritan woman at the well. We have all heard this story. So in John 4, we have Jesus who has sent his disciples into town for food. And we've got this Samaritan woman who has gone out to fetch water in the middle of a hot day. Yeah, I use the word fetch. Okay, two people, Two situations that are very uncommon back then because Jews didn't conversate with Samaritans, let alone a man talking with a woman. Yet we find Jesus at a well with a Samaritan woman. So Jesus asked the woman for a drink of water, a physical water from the well. This is an example of Jesus as fully man, as fully human. And it also confirms that Jews didn't fraternize with Samaritans because of what the woman said after Jesus asked her for a drink. Now, y'all need to go read that for yourself. But then Jesus flips the script and said, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asked you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. But this is the catch. This woman wasn't thirsty for living water because she responded and said, hey, you you don't have a cup to draw water from this well. She's still thinking in a physical mindset. She wasn't thirsty for Christ at this moment. But then Jesus says to her, everyone who drinks of this water, meaning water from the well, will thirst again. Just like she came out every day to get water from that well. But Jesus said, whoever drinks of the water that I will give him shall never thirst. 
He said, the water that I will give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. Again, after hearing this, the woman still isn't thirsty for Christ, even though she asked for Jesus to give her this water that he's talking about. But then she says, so I don't have to come to this well to draw water every day. She, she still wasn't thirsty after Christ. So then Jesus tells her to go get her husband. And she says, I have no husband. And Jesus tells her, I know you've had five. This woman had a thirst and thought she could quench it with husband, with a husband. She had had five. You see, when we have a thirst, we look to worldly things to quench our thirst. It could be the pursuit of money, riches. It could be in a husband or family. It could be our jobs. We are looking to people and things to quench our thirst. When all we need is for Jesus to tell us about ourselves. But that's just it. We, we don't want Jesus to tell us about ourselves. You see, Jesus can tell us about ourselves to make us look at all we have and realize that he's all we need. <laughs> That's good. I'm going to say it again. You see, Jesus can tell us about ourselves to make us look at all we have and what we're doing. And, and we think we've got it going on. But when Jesus tells us about ourselves, <laughs> we realize that he is all we need. Ah, the audacity to thirst. What are you thirsting for? Is it Christ or is it things of the world? So this is my merry moment. We all thirst for something, but if it's not for Christ, your thirst will never be quenched. Mm, that's good. That's good. So I did do a Google and I'm like, I need a song that that will go with this episode. And I found this song called Thirst by Phil Wickham. Now, I wasn't pulled in when I first heard this song. It seemed the beat was off and y'all know I love a good beat. And then it seemed like Phil was kind of singing in falsetta. I'm talking like I really know Phil Wickham, but I don't. But when I pulled up the lyrics and I played the song and I read along with the words, ah, this song grew on me. So listen, uh, Village, don't be rolling your eyes at me when you first hear this song. If you need to pull up the words, pull up the words. But I know how my village rolls. Uh, I couldn't find it on Spotify, but I but my team will put the link to the YouTube song. But here here are the words. Wash over me like a tidal wave. Clean out what pulls me to the grave. Nothing left that you don't love. Take me where your river flows. Heal the desert in my soul. Let it wash over my feet. And I'm asking, all I'm asking for is just a drink. I thirst for you. Yes, my soul, it thirsts for you. Even as the deer is panting for the stream, even though my soul is thirsty, I thirst for you. And then I got to read this, this, this other little verse that he sings. Spirit of the living God, would you fall afresh like rain on us? Burst the doors and flood the halls. 
into forgotten rooms inside our hearts. There are some rooms inside our hearts that need to be cleaned out so that we can fully thirst for God. Oh my God, I I loved this topic and how the Holy Spirit revealed what I needed to talk about. The audacity to thirst. Y'all have a good week. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the show today. And remember, Christ died for you, was resurrected for you, is returning for you all because he loves you. Now, all you have to do is confess, believe, and trust in him. We'll see you next week.